If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Talk to me. I let you in. Uh, welcome back, Don't Go Out There fans. We really appreciate y'all's support. Me, Dustin, and Mike, we're all getting together. We had the privilege of seeing the newly released Talk to Me, the uh, A24 release, you know, so it's, it's got to be awesome, right? Where this this podcast loves some A24, especially Brian. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Love you, brother. Uh, we just want to give do this quick show, do a quick instant reaction. Uh, we're not going to jump into too many major spoilers. I mean, we might do a little bit, but we've only seen the movie one time a piece. Dustin was, hell, almost a month ago since he saw it, so... Yeah. He's really got to dig deep past his CTE to remember what happened. Uh, <laughs> love you, brother. But uh, I'll just kick us off with general thoughts. I thought the movie was pretty good. Uh, I won't say it was great, personally, but I thought the ending and the end of the movie was really good. I did think it dragged a little bit, you know, after the pretty epic opening scene. And, you know, I did a quick little TikTok, uh, you know, just quick reaction. Even when, once they get started with the hand and the ritual, it's kind of played off as just like a high school joke kind of thing. So it's kind of hard to take it super serious. But once the action does get going, I thought it was a good movie. But that's just my general thoughts. Mike, you want to go next? Sure, man. Uh, I kind of have very similar thoughts as you. I think, you know, what a grand opening and a grand closing. And then in the middle, it's okay. Like, it does just enough to keep me interested but there are times where I catch myself looking at my phone or, or you know, kind of staring off into the distance. But it's enough to keep me coming back. I think it's an interesting concept for a quote-unquote spirit movie or ghost movie. Which, again, as I've said many times on this show, not normally my cup of tea. But I think it's just different enough to make me go, oh, okay, that was pretty good. I watched it with Catherine. She liked it as well. It scared the shit out of her. So not that that's very hard. No offense. Love you. But I mean, it did scare the shit out of her and it got me a few times too. So I think it did a really good job of, of the 10 scenes being tense. Um, I like the fact that it was a pretty much all unknown cast, like no one that I was really super familiar with. So my expectation bar was kind of low. I think Dustin mentioned that in our group chat as well. Like, I don't know any of these people, so I didn't know what to think about it. And then, oh, okay. Yeah, this is pretty good. So, I I agree with that. I think that helped the movie as well. But like I, I say about a lot of movies, 
really good artisan bread on both sides. You know, a really good piece of your favorite fucking bread. And then in the middle, the, you know, the meat was fine. It was, you know, maybe a little bit overcooked or, you know, undercooked or whatever, but it was edible. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, Nico, you mentioned I saw this movie weeks ago. Uh, I was uh, Regal Cinemas does a mystery Monday, like every other Monday. They show you a movie that's not released yet. You don't know what it is. Don't know what genre it is. Nothing. Um, I had some insider information that said I needed to see this movie, but she wouldn't tell me what it was. Wouldn't tell me anything about it. So I went, and it turned out to be Talk to Me. And, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I think of all the horror movies that I've seen uh, this year, I think this is the best one. And, you know, I've, I was trying to remember, I've seen quite a few horror movies, new horror movies that were released this year. And so I think that it was a hell of a debut for Danny and Michael. I don't know if it's Filippo, Filippo, however you say their last name, no disrespect to them. I guess they're the brothers that directed it. And uh, Danny was one of the writers on the movie. I think it was a very strong debut for their first movie. Um, I thought that some of the acting performances were, were great particularly Sophie Wilde. I thought she was fantastic. Uh, she played Mia. And, yeah, I, I thought the story was good. Um, and they they pulled off a lot of what you would want. Like, they didn't overdo things. They didn't make things. You know, a lot of times when you're talking, quote, unquote, ghost movies, you can make things hokey. You can make things kind of silly at times. And I don't think they did that at all. In fact, they did the opposite. They made it. Uh, about as believable as you could make it, in my opinion. And so, um, yeah, I thought it was a, it was a very good movie. Very fair. Uh, hard to argue with it. Oh, I'll just jump into my pros real quick. Kind of already mentioned them, but like Dustin mentioned, acting I thought was really good. Uh, the gore was really good. A lot of some pretty violent scenes, really bloody scenes. I think that thought they did a really good job with that. Uh, the scares, like the the appearance, like the effects of the ghost, looked really good. The the was it dilated eyes? I thought the dilated eyes looked really good, really creepy looking. I thought it was like, even though it was kind of a complaint that it was kind of played off as like just like a high school college joke, it was still kind of it was still a fun concept, you know, because I could see you know myself back in high school or something doing that and just playing it off as nothing major. So I thought that was fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's also a really some really funny scenes uh, with Mia sucking on this guy's feet and toes. That was caught me off guard. Got the whole yeah. uh, whole audience Nasty laughing. Ass. I thought that was funny. Yes, <laughs> but that's just my general you know general thoughts. My positives: acting great, gore great, some tense scenes. Mike, uh, what are what are some of your positives? Yeah, you know a lot of the same as you, man. I like the acting quite a bit. Um, you know, especially in those scenes where. Mia's kind of being taken over a little bit or, you know, like where she's, there's somebody else within her, if that's what you want to call it. I think really, really tremendous job there of, of making me believe that she's going through that experience. I think that's great. Uh, the, the, the effects on the A, ghost, but B, the gore, as, you know, especially as my man, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but I mean, y'all know the opening and then you, you you know, we know who ends up in the hospital here. Those effects look fantastic. Tremendous. My only real complaint, and it's not like a big, big to-do, but it, it the concept a little bit bugged me only because the opposite of you, Nico, I wouldn't have been within 10th, and I don't even believe, but just because it doesn't sound that fun, I don't think I would have been within 10 feet of this hand, just in case. 
Like, you know, I don't believe, but I'm probably wrong. I'm wrong a lot of the time anyway. So, like, eh, might want to steer clear of this hand game everybody's playing. I think I'll just go get drunk and let the liquor talk like my boy Dustin. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know how high schoolers talk. They, they love a good hand job. But I think that this, uh, you know, as far as positives go, <laughs> yeah, a lot of the acting was great. I thought the dynamic, the family dynamic was pulled off very well between Sue, Jade, and Riley. Um, the gore was great. The the opening was very strong because as we're dropped in to this like house party and we see someone just on a warpath to find his brother, we don't know what the hell is going on. And then he finds him and then, holy shit, like the, it was just so shocking how that first, I don't know, three minutes unfolded. I thought that was great. And, uh, Nico, you mentioned the, the dilated pupils. I was, when I saw the trailer the first time, the thing that popped into my mind was, holy shit, they look like West Borland from, uh, Limp Biscuit. Like, <laughs> they had, looked like they had the all black <laughs> contacts in. But, um, as far, and then also you mentioned how they kind of played it off as this, like, high school joke, high school prank or anything. I, th- I think I took that a little bit differently. I think it's like, uh, you know, you get, high schoolers around and they're doing something they know they shouldn't do. It's almost like it's a rush to them. It's almost like, uh, like high schoolers trying pot or, or, uh, the, the alcohol for the first time, you know, it's like, ho oh, oh, getting this rush out of this. And like, I know we shouldn't be doing this, but that's part of the fun. So I took it more of that. I think it's new, more of that. They knew they shouldn't be messing with the supernatural stuff, but it was like a rush to them. And, and so it was, it was something that they enjoyed doing because it was, taboo um also uh yeah the the gore the the special effects were great i think you know i don't want to hate being so vague by saying the word cinematography but you know what you're getting in an a24 movie like they're going to be shot more of a artsy style anyway i don't think this one is as over the top as a lot of a24 movies but there's some really beautiful lighting and atmosphere that they created in this movie and it created some really cool shots with the camera. Uh, and so especially when it came to, I thought, Mia, when Mia's mom would be in the picture, certain scenes with her, um, I thought that there was some just some, some great shots in there with her. But, yeah, I mean, I've got quite a few positives on the movie. I could talk for a lot longer about things that I actually remember. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a fun one to review down the road for sure. Uh, let's jump into our negatives real quick. We're going to keep this, you know, just kind of a short show, just, you know, give the audience our quick thoughts negatives. I've already kind of mentioned it, but I felt like the movie did after it's really epic opening scene kind of was a little slow. Uh, didn't really keep the pacing up as well. Uh, you know, like I mentioned, I thought the them gathering together at someone's house playing it off is like, they're just smoking weed, but they're really like di- delving into the supernatural or the spiritual world or whatever. I, I, it did come across to me as just, they're just not taking it super serious. They're not serious enough, I would put, because, I mean, <laughs> the little brother, uh, he gets fucked up in this movie. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> I guess that was a spoiler, but fuck it. You chose to listen to this. Uh, <laughs> the ending, I did like it. Do you think there's going to be a sequel? 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't... I Honestly, here, answer me this. How many A24 films get sequels? <laughs> Church. Only, only it, uh, X, Pearl, and Maxine's only yeah, I can yeah. think of. Right. I read, I'm pretty sure I read today they already filmed the prequel. No? For Talk to Me? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they filmed oh. it at the same time. Oh, like they I did seen with it. X and it. Pearl. Yeah. I was unaware of that, but I was thinking, I, I this not typically something that the studio does, but um, I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't hate it. I also don't think it's super necessary, but no. I'll watch it. Supposedly, the prequel they filmed takes place leading into the fucking badass opening that we get in this movie. So I guess we're going to find out what the but, hell happened before that. Why? Do we, do we need that? No, I no, I agree with you. I, <laughs> because when she I goes to see when she goes to see Homeboy's brother and he's like, you know, leaving the hell alone and all this, like, I feel like that showed us enough that this thing destroyed their family. Obviously, his brother's dead. Uh, and we see what how it affects Mia, Jade, and Riley, this whole group of friends. And so, like, I feel like we can fill in the blanks. We know what happened before they game. The only thing I would be interested in seeing if we're talking prequel is go all the way back and show us whose hand it is and what kind of life yeah. they led and let, and let us know why this damn thing is possessed years later. I would be fine with seeing that, but I don't need another – like, I don't need to see the brother's story or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Uh one more thing, one more con for you go, Mike. Mia, she was good actress, did a fine, did a phenomenal job. Her character was a little frustrating to me personally. She was kind of annoying. She was obviously still kind of feeling her friend's boyfriend, which was a, uh, you know, that's how girls are, I guess. They can be a little evil, but she was she was a little annoying, but she was she did a fine job. She was a good actress. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, I thought I had all my – I kind of shared all my thoughts, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. Are you good? No, you're, so, you're good. Uh, I'll drop a couple then. Um, I agree the ending was good. I just – I wish it was more – I don't want to say clear. I don't want to – I don't want to stay away from that. Um, no, I don't a lot of A24 movies are a little bit – or a lot of A24 movies are more confusing than this one was. I don't think this one was. But I don't like how they – I don't like that for so long it was left to interpretation about what happened for to me as mom. Like I don't, I think that was an unnecessary yep. storyline they had there. Um, and as far as Mia, also, I get what you're saying about how you did, her character was a little frustrating, and uh, you know she kind of had a thing for her her best friend's boyfriend. But 
you know, let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you how the real world, real world works, pal. <laughs> to quote, you just quoted a smart man. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> that's a it's Mike Settle exclusive right there. But, uh, so that's how Mike Settle special right there. Tell you how real world works. I couldn't. I can remember if that yeah, was people, you or Brian or Dustin. That was me, brother. People got people have emotions, and Mia was just trying to figure out the difference between an enzyme and a hormone. You can't hear an enzyme. But, and then also, also, I don't like how, how short they, of, a, of an exposure to the song Chandelier by Sia we got, because that is a fantastic song. I could have used more of that. It is a banger. But I digress. Go ahead. Uh, also, then they just left the kangaroo to die in the middle of the road. Like, what kind of shit well, was I that? Did, well, they run did. it over. Run but it over. I, I like how that came back into play. Yeah, with Riley, like I like yeah. how you know the flashbacks and all that, um, I, I, or a, you know, a callback to to that. I like that, but at the same time too, you know, you got to think of high school girls. Does she have the heart? I know you want to put it out of its misery, but does a high school girl really have the heart to take a life? I like how they showed that struggle. That's fair, personally, but still, just. <laughs> I gotta run it over. Man. I let it die. Yeah, yeah, I know. Man, I talk about that <laughs> yeah, in the movie. Well, I'll save it. We're savages. But no, it's it's. Some well, girls it's have got the heart for the stomach. That's that's the polite thing to do. Like uh, that that kangaroo was on that struggle bus, man. They're also Australian. Everything's upside down down there. Uh, that's true. <laughs> in the words of "Indus the world," when they flush the toilet, the water goes the opposite direction. It's it's crazy down there. As Michael Cole would say, this is a bizarro land. <laughs> if uh, Jessica Beal from Texas Chainsaw Mask was there, she'd just go stab it in the stomach and just let it suffer more. <laughs> that's that's a goddamn. <laughs> that's a great movie. Anyway, back to talk to me. Uh, I'm pretty good with this reaction. Uh, you know, we're not going to dive too deep into it. We only saw it yeah, one time a piece. Too much. Sure. And uh, I'll just go one more time with some final thoughts. A24, I thought they did a fine job. Another good movie. I won't say it's great, but I did like it, enjoyed it. We'll definitely watch it again. Probably buy it when it comes out. I'm looking forward to reviewing it down the road whenever it does come out on Blu-ray or digital. I'm looking forward to the review. Uh, and I do appreciate A24 because they make some weird stuff, but at least it's original. It's not a sequel or a requel or a reboot from yep. something 30 years ago from a different franchise. So whether you think the movies are weird or unnecessary, I just appreciate the different, you know, something different and it being original. So yeah, talk to me. I think it's a solid movie. And uh, if you, if you're thinking about going to see it, go see it, go see, uh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you guys, cause I thought about this, you know, we talked about doing this, you know, this kind of instant reaction show. This movie didn't get a lot of marketing, not a lot of buzz, a lot of more word of mouth style. What do you prefer on a horror movie? Cause there seems to be a lot of, chatter about that how these big box office movies get all this marketing people go see it that's kind of what keeps the horror genre alive and then you get sleeper hits like this that kind of grow off of word of mouth i think there's a place for both if you're a 24 and you know you're kind of sitting with something that's pretty original that could be potentially big wouldn't you consider marketing that more like what do you guys think like because Honestly, I didn't even hear of this movie until Dustin went and saw it. I had no idea what it was. So I'm very curious to hear your guys' thoughts because it was a discussion last week on Twitter or X or Z or whatever the fuck it's called now. 
it's just uh, it, it was a discussion on there that I thought was interesting that, that there were people even that worked on the movie thought that this should have gotten more marketing budget behind it. So I wanted to hear you guys' thoughts. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I, I don't know that it's, you know, again, back to what I said with the sequel, I don't know that that's A24 style, though. Like, I, I hear you. Um, but yeah, sure, sure. I can't think of any A24 movie, really, that yeah. I see a ton of. The one that I've seen advertised for the most is uh, the upcoming movie about the Von Erich family, and that's just because I'm very tapped into professional right. wrestling, and so I see it in those groups. I don't Friday see Night commercials for Freddy's or... That whatever that Freddy's yeah, that's a twenty four yeah yeah that's that's a twenty oh that's Blumhouse never mind sorry wrong wrong theater yeah, yeah. or wrong studio I was gonna say uh, I be might be I did go to I did I go to a twenty four's website today though and I saw that uh, Megan The Stallion has a movie coming out called Dicks the Musical so I know you're excited about that Mike but to honestly <laughs> I <laughs> am <laughs> my thing is um I. As you guys know, I got a Regal Unlimited subscription this year. And so, you know, I go to Unlimited Movies for $18 a month or whatever it is. And so a lot of the times when I, how I heard about this movie was it was a preview. There was a trailer that played before I saw, I think, I think it was Scream when I went to see Scream uh, 6. And so that's how I've heard about a lot of the horror movies I've seen this year was the trailers that they show before the movies. And so... At least, at least it did get that, and I saw it a couple other times when I would go to the theater this year. And so, um, I think the marketing is okay on this one, but I agree, this is a good enough movie to where it would be cool to see it have more of a spotlight. Sure. Yeah, I want to. I want to agree with you, Dustin. I thought the marketing was okay because if you go on like YouTube, the trailers have a lot of views, but if you go on something like a TikTok, which is really, really influential right now with people getting going to see movies, didn't really see a lot of talk to me stuff on there. Like something like Smile, Scream, obviously, Megan, you know, with the dancing. Those three movies got some really good marketing. Right. And right. Talk see, to me I, didn't have anything like that. I don't want to go off on a tangent, see, but Smile's marketing was so good and the movie was such a disappointment as a result of it. No, I, I wish yeah, I hadn't seen it. Yeah, I was so overexposed to smile yeah. that by the time I saw it, I was like, oh, that was it. <laughs> and again, I mean, I think you're absolutely correct. I definitely think that played into why Nico hates it so much is yeah. because he got really hyped for it. And then, you know what I mean? Like, and the same thing with me, like I, the, they did such a great job making that trailer look awesome. Go into the movie thinking, oh, this is going to be different and unique. And it's 
well, same old shit, you know, like I, I understand the bad side of over overselling too, but I don't think that happened with Megan. I, I like Megan. Okay. Megan was, yeah, I, Megan was pretty I, good. I like Megan. That was a good yeah. movie. It was well, that's why, like I, like I told you guys before I got the Regal Unlimited, I gave up watching trailers altogether. Sure. I had no interest in watching a trailer. Didn't give a shit. And it was because of Barbarian. Barbarian's trailer <laughs> made it look so good, and it, it yeah. but it looked like a completely different movie. I felt like I got the rug pulled from underneath me. Barbarian was a fine movie, but I just felt like that was bait and switch right there. And so oh, I lost faith in trailers. <laughs> yeah, final thoughts. Uh, Halloween ends. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Dang, yeah, fuck that movie. That's Nico's favorite. Uh, Dustin, final thoughts on Talk to Me? Uh, yeah, definitely – recommend it i was driving the hype train there for a while after i saw it any chance i got to tweet about it or x about it that sounds dirty anytime i got a chance to post about it on social media i was trying to steer people to go watch it and i'm still driving that train so definitely recommend it um yeah it's i'm telling you a24 i know that a lot of their movies is uh interesting like but i, I saw <laughs> bo is afraid I saw Bo is Afraid, and I was like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Then I watched this, oh, and I'm like, man. "Oh, this is really good." So I'm, I'm. This restored my faith in A24 for what Bo is Afraid did to me. I also appreciate this movie's runtime because in the oh yeah epic in the time of three and a half hour epics that we keep fucking getting a movie that didn't take up the minutes. majority of my time. Perfect Chef's Kiss yeah. on the runtime. Great job, everyone. Yeah, it was it was a good runtime, but I still did kind of feel the ninety five minutes in, in the sure, beginning. Sure, but you know, I did picked, too. That's picked, because it picked the pace up. I felt it a little bit at times because the theater that when I went to see it, it was nothing but in that place. We're talking a jam packed house, people hanging from the rafters, as Gorilla Monsoon would say. And the guy that was sitting beside me to my right, he was the most interesting guy I've ever met. He kept saying, "Oh heck, oh shoot, get me out of here." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can't end it any better than that. That was a good. All right, well, let, yeah, let's just wrap this up now. Appreciate all our fans for listening. Um, if you listen to this, or if you see these, just the preview, go check out the movie. It's definitely worth a watch. Go support these. I don't. Know, would you even consider this an indie movie? Go can go support. You know, a twenty four movies. They keep pumping out original content. You can't. Uh, you can't knock right. that against them. Well, horror movie wise, anyways, I don't really see the point of another fucking Elvis movie. But anywho, uh, their horror movie stuff is original, and I like that. So definitely go check them out. We appreciate all our fans, and uh, y'all have a good one. Talk to me. Just want to remind everybody. Oh.